Yo, welcome to another Speaker Geeker podcast. I'm your host, Steve O. Steve. And I'm Tommy T. Um, the other half of the Dubry Boys, man. What's, What's up, up man? dog? Yeah, man. Life. Life. Life, 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 life. You going to eat your cornbread. Hey, man, man, I that love was in the same movie, movie right? That is my freaking movie, dog. Hey, man. That's, hey, man. One of the great movies, man. <laughs> I was so excited. I got that on Blu-ray. I got that <laughs> I bet one it in crazy. I was so I excited, it, man. I bet it looked crazy. It does, Blu-ray. but it's clear, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Man, but guys, we got an awesome episode today. We're talking about the contributions of gospel music um, in celebration of Black Music Month, man. Like we said, mm-hmm. all month long, we're going to be... Um, kind of zooming in on some of the things that help trying to celebrate uh, this Black Music Month. So, like I said, man, this episode is about gospel, um, the contributions to gospel music, mm-hmm. or, or I mean from gospel music um, to the music that we listen to today. Um, but before we get into anything else, bro, what has been in your speakers this week? Nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> this, I, I, Honestly, this is the first time that I've actually really nothing been in my speakers. Really? For real? Uh, the only thing that's really been in my speakers is, um, of course, our podcast. And then I listen to uh, the Young Money Radio with Lil Wayne. Bro, I've been trying to listen to that, man. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I had a shot, too. I finally caught it, and I listened to some of it. And uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. He had Nicky on. Yeah. He had Nicky on, but I had to get up off of there. Um, the only other thing was a couple of one-off songs that I listened to. Um, one song being, I already oh, know man. what you're gonna say. I already oh. know <laughs> what song, Little Baby. That was you know it. what? I haven't even listened to that song. Oh man, I'm gonna let you go ahead. Then go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I haven't even listened to it. Not that I don't want to. I just nah. kind of just. I, you know, I feel you. I feel I you. Just, didn't. Uh, but one thing was that ATL freestyle with Black. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. It's dope. It's fire. Yeah. fire. Uh, besides that, I listened to some. Um, I listened to some old Big Vinny the Shark. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're taking mm-hmm. it back. <laughs> Rock on. Rock on. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I need. I look. I need my guys. In Chattanooga and surrounding areas. Yeah. Get your old music and put it on Apple Music, man. Yeah. It'll put it on Apple Music, live mixtapes, uh, my mixtapes, title. I don't care where you put it. Put it's it somewhere streaming. so that it's we can, streaming. you know what I'm saying? So that we can enjoy it. I mean, it's on like YouTube, but you know, you don't get the full experience with YouTube. Yeah. It's it's YouTube kind of YouTube sucks in that manner. Um, there was another song that I listened to, and the bad part is I cannot remember the title. Mm. Um, crap, I had it on one of my posts, and I hate that I can't remember the title right now. But who's it? Who's it? Why? Who's the uh, uh, Harley something sugar watermelon something? I had it on one of my Facebook stories, and somehow I came across it. Well, I just listened to them, like random radio. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's a dope, it's a real super dope song. It sucks because I cannot remember the name. Yeah, that's real helpful. Yes. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna find oh actually no, I found it. You got it? By Harry, Harry Styles, Watermelon Harry Styles. Sugar. Hmm. Um check it out when you get a chance. It's a man, it's actually a pretty cool song, man. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty cool song. Uh, but yeah, other than that, man, I absolutely haven't been... Um, man, I didn't listen to anything mm. besides that. And I man. mean, besides when my, when my wife play on Pandora, you know. Yeah. What was in your speakers, man? Uh, Everything. <laughs> everything, <laughs> man. I'm going I'm to start it off with uh, Big Crit. That's what, we yeah. That's what I was listening to before we started. Um, recording and everything, but I, I don't know, like, dude, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I just kind of been in a mood for him. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And man, it's just been it's been one of those weeks, man, where I just been like, let me put some crit on, man, and get some things done. Um, yeah, I seen an interview, an old interview he did when uh, his uh, album came out um, with title. Gotcha. The uh, forever is a mighty long time. Forever is a mighty long time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he, that's, uh, he, that's one of my favorite CDs. He did the car test. Uh, um, I saw that. I, yeah, I yeah, was watching I it the that. other day, and I was like, "Dang, 1986." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else I've been listening to? I checked out that Chloe, and and I don't know how to say her name. Holly, um, ungodly hour album. I like it. Gotcha. They uh, they really. Are, they sound like Beyonce yeah. to me. I, I heard some real good things about it. I just, yeah. I don't know why I just don't care enough to listen. Yeah, like they they solid, you know. Um, they, they really can sing. Rumor came Rumor. out with an album. I was about uh, to text you about that too. I was like, look, I got something new. I was going to text you about that one, man. Uh, but no, they, uh, he came out with an album. It's straight. Um, what else did I listen to? And of course, I started listening to a lot more gospel music to try to um prepare for this episode but um like so i was listening to um kirk franklin mm-hmm. um marvin sap fred hammond um let me see um what's her name man oh god i just that's I the just reason why we sing uh shoot um corin hawthorne i think is her name um, yeah, mm. she got a song, man, that I love, man. Won't he do it? <laughs> hey, that thing is bumping, man. And it's crazy that I'm talking about a gospel song is bumping. So, and that's no, what that's a why lot I don't think, be bumping, though. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think this this episode, like I was talking to my wife about, it. I was like, man, this episode is amazing because of where people would think gospel music would go. And mm-hmm. how it can translate in, in everyday life. So, um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much what's been in my speaker this week. Um, have you heard any news this week? Bro? Oh yeah, it's been a, a lot news. of news. A lot of things been going on. It's been a newsworthy week. Uh, I want to start off. I want to start off week too, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little stressful. But yeah. I mean, well, not really. Man, it I mean, it's a lot going on, but yeah, I mean, it ain't a hell of a lot. Going it ain't on. no stress on my back. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's probably stressful for the people going through it. But right, I, right, right. Uh, but yeah, man, I want to start off with um something that Nicki Minaj posted mm-hmm. on her uh on her Instagram, and you know her Nicki and Takashi Six Nine reunited to do a track called Trolls. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually haven't heard the track. I saw the video, bro. But I think I'm going to <laughs> watch. The I only video, heard like bro. a bar. Uh, Just watch I heard a bar video. from it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Um, <laughs> but Nikki posted that that video had the most views in hip hop history in less than 24 hours. 46 million views. Hmm. Dude. Look at man. Yeah. Hey, you, you can say what you want about that kid, dog. Yeah. Hey, you, you know. Yeah, but he he rocking. Uh, I but I don't get it though. No one does. I don't think it's for us to get. (laughs) My homeboy actually put that in the group chat, and he was like, "I just don't get it." But you know, we got to go back to when we were younger, and we was listening to some stuff, and you know, our older folks was like, "I don't get it." So like, I don't. It just ain't for me. Uh, He just he's really like. He, even though he's very con- he's very controversial, but he, you know, people like that. If you think about it, people like that. I mean, Fifth is a perfect example of it. Yeah. Uh, who else be a perfect example? I can't remember who else would be a perfect example. Fifth is definitely a perfect example. Of that. Um, Fifth didn't go and snitch, but yeah. you know, they, we're living in different times. Yeah. Uh, he went to jail. Not Phil, but Takashi Six Nine went to jail. Hey, you know he sn- he ratted on them all, and then he told his reason for it. Yeah. And you know we just in different times. It didn't do nothing but make them bigger. It looks like at least so. 
But I don't know, man. We'll see where it goes. But they're supposed to be donating the proceeds to, to um people who can't make bail. I forgot what exactly it's called. Yeah. But people who had trouble making bail. So yeah. I can't hate on it if they donating. You know, I mean, like, I'm not gonna hate on it anyway, because I mean, like, I wouldn't want anybody to hate on me the way I make my money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But the thing that I'm trying to get, you know, because I watch his videos, you know what I'm saying? Because I know what I'm I'm what I'm expecting from his videos is to be very colorful and mm-hmm. booty shaking. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all I expect from his videos, you know. But like I, what I don't get is how is he able to generate so much from his music? You know, I mean, because he's a marketing machine. So it's, it's, it's really it. what it is. Like yeah. Jeezy said it before. He was like, Shawty is a genius at marketing. Yeah. But he's, you know, but he's not. You know, we all know that he's not the gangster he portrayed, but homie is. You got to, he is a mark in the jeans. And he capitalized off every single situation. Like if we would have took, if this would have happened to someone else, all that career has been over. Right. right. Over. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people can't stand it, but Holmes came, came back like nothing changed. And I mean, I'm sure he's not the only one, but he's the only one that we really, really know of. Yeah. And he's figured out a way to capitalize off of all of it. And you just gotta, we just gotta kind of sit back and be like, wow. Like, yeah. I mean, it really, you know, he just, he's from this generation, so he knows, he pretty much knows what he's doing <laughs> with, with these platforms, you know, these social yeah. media platforms, YouTube, whatever. I mean, the colorful videos, I mean, yeah. Like, you can't miss them. Like, you, you, I understood the rainbow color hair when I thought a little different. Yeah. I was like, you know, at first I was like, what in the world? The rainbow color hair, the rainbow color teeth. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh man, that's just him being flashy. Like, you're not going to miss him. You won't forget yeah. who he nah, is. Not. There's no way. Like that big six nine tatted on his face. Huh? I said, you can, I used to get him and Lil Pump confused. Man. You uh, forgot about Lil Pump. <laughs> crap. No disrespect to Lil Pump, but I can't even <laughs> remember who he is. Oh man. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Uh, you remember? You remember he he had he he sat down and did an interview with J Cole. Yes, I remember Lil Pump now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Because I used to like get Lil Gucci Pump. A? Yeah, I used to get yeah. Lil Pump. I used to get Trippy Red, and I used to get Takashi Six Nine mixed up. All confused. Yeah, yeah. And then when I was able to like separate all three, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then, as I just started paying attention to Takashi, like Takashi ain't stupid. No. Um, he wow, knew what man. he was doing. Even the explanation of like, hey, y'all, you know, he went to that gang was like, look, hey, I got the music. Y'all got the credit. Like, it was just a whole business venture. And I mean, he got over way of his head, but he, hey, right now, you know, I mean, he's, <laughs> dude just knows what he's, 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 he's found his pocket. He's found yeah. his lane. He knows what he's doing. He also found a spot in rap that wasn't, that people weren't doing anymore. Like, you yeah. haven't heard his style since DMX, Onyx. Um, who else would you, who else had that type of Onyx, DMX type of style? I don't know. It's, it's weird, though, man, to me. It was it was, it was a nice amount, so that was something understand them, that was missing. Though, Ooh. I, I really can't understand Takashi. Like, I was listening to the song, Well, I, I was like... Listen. Let's put it in perspective. Like, like I said at the beginning, like, uh, you know, people older than us was like, I can't understand what they're talking about, but we could. Yeah. So, you know, we're just, you know, like, my, that, like, <laughs> Dude, we're just older, talking. man. We just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, like I said before, I, I've i gotten to the point of just kind of looking at them and I kind of get it. Because you walk around hustle. and see these other kids. They just like that. Yeah. And he just found a way that you'll never forget him. There's no yeah. way you'll forget that big six nine tattoo. I definitely uh I definitely respect his hustle. So you yeah, know. yeah, I mean, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where he's where he's gonna end up over the years. Yeah. But as of right now, <laughs> man, he's finding a way. And right. You just, <laughs> I just respect him to move on. So yeah. Uh but yeah, man, that's enough of uh him. that's enough of Nikki and Takashi Six Nine. Uh 
And I'm going to go check that out. The yeah. other news I had for the week, and this is hilarious. This is not music related. Um, this is about NASCAR. Uh, so if everybody <laughs> yeah, has about heard <laughs> about the guy who retired from NASCAR. His name was Ray Sicarello? Sicarelli? Cicerelli, I think. Cicerelli? Yeah. Uh, so because, um, and shout outs to NASCAR because yeah. if you know oh, the history funny. of NASCAR, that Confederate flag is a big deal for NASCAR. Yeah. And a the fact big that their fan base of theirs, yes. their, their fan base really is in Absolutely. support of, of that Confederate that flag. flag. And the fact that they banned the Confederate flag from uh, NASCAR racing was a tr- like huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ray decided that he was going to retire. He announced his retirement. And when I tell you, when NASCAR gets on you, oh, bro, my goodness, you're talking about the funniest thing all week. This man had no wins, no um, wins, no placement no in the top 10. Like, he only, I think he plays like 33rd and he only did it once. Yeah. So, pretty much, he was completely unsuccessful. So, no one's going to miss him. No one, I mean, like, he had like Na- what NASCAR 30 huh? races or something like that. I don't know how many I races. I think it was like 30-something races, bro. And never, He's been racing for a while. For a long time. And never, like, did anything significant. Right. And if, <laughs> if y'all have a chance to go out and check it out, man. Please It's go funny go because, that, just because of NASCAR uh, <laughs> and the comment they made under um, what he said, and it was just hilarious. But, you know what? <laughs> Shout-outs to NASCAR. Um, I think <laughs> I think homie thought he was going to like, you know, step up and do something significant and probably get some fame and it totally backfired on mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he, him announcing that was more so like, I don't get him like actually saying, okay, I'm going to retire because boo, 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 because they, they are taking away people's freedoms to do that. I'm like, man, like, dude, you should have just been quiet and just absolutely, re- and just retire quietly. Yeah, because now let you look that like be a- the reason why now because like now you're embarrassing yourself because of your career. You know, absolutely. like, yeah, you made it to be a professional racer, but you didn't prove that you was getting better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, anybody that's professional, anything, I I commend for, but. For him, he was just like, I'm gonna just keep losing. Like, bro, like, how are you losing this much? Like, how aren't you getting better? Because <laughs> you, know? you suck. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Uh, man, that's crazy, though. <laughs> and if y'all get a chance to look at it, man, it's a good laugh. Oh, it's um, definitely a good laugh. You know, I'm never for some. Well, he didn't lose his job. He just retired. He just quit. He quit yeah. his job. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, I was going to say I'm never for someone losing their job, but he didn't lose the job. He quit. Yeah. Uh, he re- he retired. But it's hilarious. Um, that's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So. Yeah, that's that. So another thing, um, another piece of news that I got that I'm, look, I'm a little excited about if it does happen. I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's possible that it happens. But, uh, you know, uh, I was listening to the um, Young Money Radio with Lil Wayne, Mm -hmm. and it came up that, you know, Nikki was on the show, and Wayne and Nikki talked the possibility of a joint project. Hmm. I would like that. I would really like that. I know right now, I know it's rocky for Nikki's fans. Well, I don't, not Nikki's fans, but I know it's kind of rocky for Nikki because it seems like, it seems like a lot of fans are like, you know, not really right. A lot of people not rocking with Nikki right now. Oh yeah? Why? But, what, what happened with, with her? Well, no, she just kind of, you know. Just out there? People, I, I think, the the notion is that she kind of fell off. Oh. And people just ain't rocking with her music like that. Hmm. But she ain't made no new music, man. She just doing fe- features. Yeah, she the been only doing features. features. I know she did with uh, Six Mag, but she did one with Mag too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that Mag, really... that that verse from Nick was hard. 
It was oh, hard, oh. but I just didn't like the song too much. Yeah. I, I'm going to ask you a question about Meg Stein, but right. uh, <laughs> let's get through this first. But, man, there's a possibility <laughs> of that. I am, like, actually kind of a little excited about it. I kind of I want to go ahead and do it. That'd um, be dope. Now, as far as Nicky being retired, eh, I, you know, I, I don't I don't know. But uh, I think I, I think I'm here for that. I think I'm here yeah. for that. I think that's some I think that'll help both because, you know, Wayne, his last <laughs> album, you it was all just classic Wayne. Yeah. And I think yeah. everybody agreed it, it sound dated. It sound all, you know, just yeah. Wayne. Uh, but I think and I think Nick, uh, Nicky needs that other person to kind of help her out. Not saying that I'm not saying that she, you know, can't do it alone. Like the stuff that she made are hits. They're not like they just didn't go anywhere. It just so you know, stuff didn't level up to what she's done in the past, which sucks. But you know, hey, that's how the game goes. Yeah. But I think them two could complement each other and really, you know, do something probably spectacular. So I don't know. We'll wait and see. Yeah. I don't know if who's all here for it, but I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely uh I I mean, like of course I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. Um, but um I'm definitely like, yeah, I'm with it. I'd like yeah. to hear that. Go ahead, nigga. <laughs> Do you think, girl? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um Weezy. One more thing. What you got? I know. What you I, got? I, we normally do three, but I had to slip in. I'm gonna slip this in and then I'm gonna ask you a question after All we right, do the news. Bet, bet. But yo, did you I don't know if people are reaching, but did you hear about Nikki and the um Lisa Ray Mm-mm. Usher bar that was on Trolls? I my, I just saw something about that, but I ain't read or hear too much into it. I only watched the video to be watching the video, honestly. Um, gotcha. <laughs> so I ain't listened to no lyrics or anything like that. So, um, so what happened? So there is, so supposedly, well, I, I don't know about Lisa Ray. There's an interview on The Breakfast Club with Lisa Ray that I haven't heard yet. Yeah. But supposedly there's an issue between Nicki Minaj and Lisa Ray. Um. Mm. And somewhere, I don't know where, but somehow Usher is <laughs> in there too. But Nikki had a had a bar yeah. in the Trolls song that sounded like it was going at Lisa Ray. And the whole thing was saying that um that the room is, and I don't really like rumors too much, but the room is that Nikki uh slept with Lisa Ray's man, um, hmm. but I I don't know nothing about that. But there is a bar that's in there, and I'm actually trying to find the bar now. But it, you know, it was pretty much a um. Oh, and I think I found it. It's pretty much a shot at Lisa Ray. There's one at Lisa Ray, and there's one at Usher. Uh, so here's the here are the lines right here. So the one aimed at Usher is somebody ushered this uh in word into a clinic. My flow's still sick. I ain't talking. A pandemic. Uh, so you know the whole rumor about Usher having yeah yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if people are reaching, but yeah yeah yeah. You know that's my only thing. I don't know if people was reaching or if it was just like you know she was just saying it general and just how it happened. She used Usher and you know Usher's situation, which allegedly he has you know the whole thing or whatever. Why would why would uh. Why would she say something about Usher? Like I, that, I don't know. I haven't figured that part out. Yeah. Um, like so, I feel like I feel like when people say things about people or you know mention them in their raps, mm-hmm. there usually has to be a reason why. Yeah, exactly. You and know? I haven't I haven't read came across that reason. Um, but I don't know. Maybe people was reaching. Uh, yeah. I think people just was reaching on that one. Yeah, I, don't, I think that's a, yeah. a far fetched uh, stretch mm-hmm. right there, man. <laughs> now the other one that was supposed to be directed at Lisa Ray was the verse says, "Dollar, dollar bill, come get her." Even your man knows Nikki's Nikki Nikki's do it better. She spits in a you know, and that's. That's what she said. So the whole dollar bill part was a play. They say it was a play on Players Club. Club. Yeah. And then the whole thing about, you know, supposedly sleeping with a man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. uh, (laughs) So I don't know. Um, I know that Lisa Ray had a 
had a uh, uh, interview on a Breakfast Club where pretty much she said, "I'm I'm not concerned with any of that yeah. at this current moment." So I I think it's just reaching. I think people reaching. Yeah. They just needed something. Yeah, they're stretching but, for that one, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, man, uh, I'm gonna ask my last question about uh, make the stallion later. But so I'll oh, let you okay. go with your news. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, my news is 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 not like uh, so much for like music wise, except one. Um, but Meek Mill steps up to defend B Simone. Oh. Um. My wife was telling me about what happened with B. Simone. Yeah. She wrote a book, and I guess she got caught in like plagiarizing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking of the other thing with the nine Simone. to five thing. Yeah. Oh, this is probably what it's about. Okay. Uh, yeah, but like the plagiarizing thing is more important to me than the nine to five thing. I, I just feel like that's her preference. You know? Yeah, yeah. With the nine to five thing, yeah, the nine to five thing is her pres- her preference. I think. She's, See, Go ahead. I don't know. She just making, you know, something. Yeah. But um something to say, you know. Absolutely. And I agree with you. I think a lot of people blew it out of proportion. Yeah. I think I think the comment came off wrong though. I think yeah, but, I, I I mean like that's that's kind of like you know, it's it's kind of shallow. Absolutely. I, I guess I can say shallow of a person because not everybody meant to be, not everybody wants to be entrepreneurs not everybody wants to be um managers which is fine you know yeah. some people some people feel better working um a nine to five mm-hmm. you know so i don't think you know that should have anything to do with anybody but um no nah, but with the book what meek mill said be some own counsel because she finessed the book and made her way from the bottom lol what major companies y'all counsel for ripping off ripping our culture off Finding ways to display hate towards our own when they start doing good is showing amongst us a lot. Um, what was what was the plagiarism part? Though? Um, basically, she wrote a book, and a few bloggers like basically came out with some. What uh, <laughs> came out with some um, like um, like receipts? Basically, they came out and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. I wrote that," and she didn't give them credit for it. Oh, she now, didn't we all source. Yeah, we all know how important plagiarism is because you can get kicked out of school for plagiarizing. Yes. Um, that's one of the biggest things. It's like I never know when when I'm writing a paper or something like that. I never know, do I quote this? And I just do it just because. Like I would rather overquote, over uh uh cite something than mm-hmm. not citing something and getting uh in and trouble. Getting for mess with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um I think uh, what Meek Mill is saying is is commendable as far as, you know, kind of taking up for a black female or a black person during the times that we're in. But mm-hmm. um, we cannot forgive her for plagiarizing. I don't nope. think in the, in the like she like they talked about it. And I think she said they didn't she didn't intentionally do it. Just, I mean, like, hey, it is what it is. But yeah. uh, you can't go around taking other people's work and using it for yourself. Without no, giving them credit for it. So um I think Meek Mill was uh I can't agree with sticking up for her. I mean like stick up for her as far as like, you know, hey, you plagiarized and you know, fix that situation, but mm-hmm. um yeah, like don't plagiarize. <laughs> yeah, I know I, I I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like I think this is like I like what he said about, you know. You know, the part where you say, you know, you're canceling her, but what about, you know, these other companies? Yeah. That was a cool part to say. But, right, right. you know, she plagiarized, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> right. Like, it's, 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 like, hard, yeah, it's hard I, to argue that. Yeah, you know? I, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> she, yeah, she plagiarized and it's true. Then, yeah. hey. Now, it's if it's, a, if it's, if it's unintentional, then, hey, somehow make it right, move on. Yeah. But, nah, bro, like, because this is the thing. If I rap, if I put out a song and I put some of your bars in it, yeah, how would you feel? I would, I would want some some credit for it. Like that's yeah. all. Like I exactly. would want the credit, and I would want <laughs> the money that I receive from it, that you, you yeah, know, what hey. I'm saying that I'm owed. 
Exactly. I bet you he wouldn't be with that man. So, you know, on on that, I mean, hey, stick up for cool, but nah, bro. She she played right. She played right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So my next bit of news, and then we can get into the episode, is um, Sway Lee said Mike Will made it 733 songs for his new album. What? 733 songs was sent for Mike Will to go through and, and choose for his album, um, Human Nature. Hold on. Okay. Mike Will sent Sway Lee. No, Sway, Sway Lee, Lee sent, sent Mike Will. Mike Will. 733 songs. 733 songs. You talking about somebody working. You talking about somebody putting in this real quarantine time. Bruh. <laughs> somebody using their time wisely. wisely. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to Sway Lee. Shout I'm sorry. Hey, you know what, though? On some real, Sway Lee is dope. Yeah. Sway yeah. Lee, if you look back what he done made and be like, you'd be like, dang, that's some dope stuff. So I kind of wonder, like, how much did Mike Will enjoy that? Because... Man, that's hard though. Yeah, it's it's hard <laughs> like, to listen probably, to all that. Yeah, because like it's probably songs that sound the same. Yeah, at some point everything running together. Yeah, he's he's probably like, ah, why did you send me all of this? You know what I'm saying? But 733 songs. Hey, man, this dude's gonna have music to come out for years. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. years. Don't even worry. You ain't got to send out another song, bro. Right. <laughs> hey, put, put six, 689 out, man. Just, just yeah, post just, it. <laughs> just, hey, put this. But you know what, though? I, I respect that. I, I oh, like yeah. to... I, I tell a lot of crime. artists, don't go in there and just, hey, my album going to be 17 songs. Don't go in there and make just 17 songs. If no. you're going to go in there, make, you know, 40 plus, double that. And right, then pick right, the best right. ones from that. Now, 733 is overboard. But <laughs> hey, I mean, you gonna you gonna pick the best from that and have it depends on how long his album is. I mean, but if you're gonna pick like the best fifteen from that, yeah, goodness gracious, like yeah. you just gotta be some incredible fire coming off of that, right, right, I mean, right. We gotta remember this: is the man who who did Unforgettable, and I know French. It was supposed to be a French song, right? But. Yeah. I don't remember French on the song. I'll be honest. I, I remember for Sway Lee. No, that's just crazy, though, man. So shout out yeah. to him, man, for doing that. Absolutely, much work. man. Um, work, work, work. Well, let's get into it, bro. We we talked about everything. Uh, man, gospel music. Where do we begin? Yeah, man. Well, first off, I mean, as week two. Well, hold up. This week two or week three? This, this week. week two. Yeah, week no, two. Yeah, week uh, two. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> another week in, in African American Music Month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah We yeah. want to definitely spotlight the um, gospel music. Uh, I'm going to say era, but it's not an era. But the gospel music genre and the contributions. And, you know, there's so many people out there who has done some incredible work. One of my internships was actually at a gospel uh, label, which was yeah. uh, BB and CC Winer's label, mm-hmm. uh, Pierce Springs Gospel, uh, out there in Brentwood. And you know, the amount of work that they put in, man, you got to definitely like respect their craft. They work hard, yeah. uh, very hard, just as any other artist. And you know, not only that, the people that we definitely want to highlight, you know, not just CC and BB, but uh, which they are definitely some you know, folks to highlight, but you also yeah. got Fred Hammonds, Kirk Franklin. Um, Warren Sapp Warren Sapp Donnie McClurkin Donnie Mc Donnie yeah, yeah, I said it right right yeah I said it too fast <laughs> it sounded wrong uh, sorry you guys um, who else man it's so many yeah it's so many and um, you know I just said some that that just came off the top of mind that I know some of my favorite records are from like Fred Hammonds um, yeah. so man it, it, yeah man absolutely so shout outs to the gospel. Uh, music genre and man, let's get right into it, man. Let's get into it. Um, first question, man. Who's your favorite gospel artist? I'm gonna start there. Oh, I don't have a favorite. You don't? No. I have favorite um, songs. Yes, I have favorite songs, but I don't have a favorite favorite uh gospel music person. I just have favorite songs. What's your what's like, your favorite song? The storm is over now. 
Okay. Okay. I had to that right there. Like it's it's crazy Ooh. with 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 gospel songs. Uh it's so many renditions of it. Yeah, it's variations. It's that yeah, different mm-hmm. so many different variations, which I find interesting because all these variations of the same song, how are they able to do that? I don't know if artists get paid or anything like that, but how are they able to do that without any copyright uh infringements, I guess you can say. Well, some of that stuff kind of falls in public domain. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So some of it they can take and, you know, do a different rendition from yeah. it. Uh, but some of like the newer stuff, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're working it out with other artists yeah. to um, to put that, you know, to put that together and make sure mm-hmm. they get compensated. So it- it's probably yeah. like any other thing, but you know, some of those hymns, some of those Songs are so old mm-hmm. that you know they fall into that public domain. Okay, yeah. I got you. Um, bro, to answer that question, my favorite song is "No Weapon" by Fred Hammond. That's my second <laughs> so, one. Like, dude, like that that's song my second just, one. That song there, it just it just puts me, and it, it 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 reassures me basically when I'm going through something or or when I'm when things get stressful or, or mm-hmm. like. I I just feel like I'm being pulled every which way. Um, I listen to that song, kind of like soothes me a little bit. Um, a lot of times with with gospel and secular music, that's the big thing, you know. When it comes to churches, it's like growing up, you didn't hear a lot of music with beats to it and stuff like like Kirk Franklin's music was not played yeah. in churches growing up. You know no, what I'm saying? Ain't hear no stump. Nah, you heard it on the radio. And and that's and for me, that's big ups to Kirk Franklin because that's one guy who has basically been in our lives all out, you know, pretty much for the majority of our life and has made gospel music catering, made us want to listen to gospel music. You know, nowadays Mm -hmm. you have those artists like Mary Mary. um, Mm -hmm. Erica Campbell of Mary Mary, you know, she went so shackles up my face and I praise I just got, want to praise. I think that was on in the car like a second ago. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh you got uh Kanye West with his uh gospel album, Travis I about Green. To, I was about to ask you a question if we consider him now in that realm. I d I don't. I still consider him hip hop artist. Um yeah. but he did make it look like he made a gospel album. His uh um Snoop made a gospel album. Yeah, I would say so does Snoop. Um, <laughs> who else am I thinking about? Travis Green. Um, mm-hmm. You got those artists there. Um, my my Corin Hawthorne, like mm-hmm. she's doing her thing, man. But it's it's you have that Kurt Franklin feel in the music today. You know what I'm saying? Those those songs that will that can be played on the R&B and hip hop radio station today. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it's a way to relate the music to to the youth to keep the church alive. You know what I'm saying? Somebody said something at church. We I went to the church for a meeting last week, um, a media meeting, and somebody was like, um, they was like, because they got a whole little new system and everything. So we was listening to it, and <laughs> one of the media guys that worked with me, he was like, uh. Let's play some some newer music. I was like, I ain't, I don't really listen to Christian rap. I think me and you talked about that one time before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really fool with Christian rap, but you know, he Man. put some on, and uh, he was like, "This is how you get the youth in, involved." Absolutely. And I was like, "That's the key mm-hmm. to churches continuing on." You know, yeah. it's, it's the youth. You have to get them involved. You have to make it where they want to hear it. Um, and so, Honestly, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Ahead. I was gonna say the church that we go to now, Voices of Faith. Um, shout out to them. Um, the way the way we started going to them was because of the choir. Mm. Like <laughs> literally, we went, we saw them, we went, and I was like, I like the music. Yeah. My wife was like, she can get with the message, and we we stayed. You know, yeah. so I think uh, the gospel music today is so important. And it's so important to be able to relate to the younger crowd. 
um, and stuff like that, and to bridge the gap between the younger crowd and the older crowd. Yeah, and, and it's it's pretty cool that you bring that up because in the earlier days, gospel music wasn't accepted in church at, at all. all. At all. <laughs> at all. At all. It it was it was very it was very tough, and we're talking about around the time where um, it, it took a real long time because if you look at the origins of gospel music, you know what I'm saying it's deeply rooted into those you know rich traditions of, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying the African American church. But during like the 1800s, um, the African American church in uh southern you know those southern United States started, you know what I'm saying fusion various styles of music. Yeah. So, in which you know those various styles of music were spiritual, uh, spirituals, hymns, and uh, sacred songs. So, and I, you know, I I looked that up, you know, same per uh, study dot com. Yeah. Uh, but you know, all that comes from those old hymns, those you know real sacred sacred songs, those you know those mm-hmm. spirituals, and they just develop over the years. So it's yeah, man, it, it's. It took a real long time before that style, that yeah. Kirk Franklin style, or that, you know, that new era style of, of yeah. gospel music was able to be used in there because there's, there's still some church to this day. They pull out that book and yeah. that's all they sing is them <laughs> right. hymns that's and them things go on forever. Forever, dog. And it's fine, but, you know, it, it's, and it's fine. You know, some churches, yeah. that's fine. But, uh, but as far as you, talking about the youth, I think it is very important. Um, that is how you get them. It's not mm-hmm. always, hey, you're going to sit here, you're going to be quiet, and you're going to listen. Yeah. They need something to latch on to. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. When, when I was growing up, uh, I went to uh, Young Life. Did you ever go to that? That's the church across the street, right? Yeah. The church across the street was a New City Fellowship. Yeah. So, and which I don't think I ever went church. to a service over there. Make sure it came on. I, <laughs> I didn't want to, man. I, I mean, you didn't have to. to. I'm gonna make. Yeah, it. I know. I, I know mean, it was some days I didn't go, but uh, man, that church gave me like my first job. Uh, That's like when you used Christmas caroling with this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they got me to go Christmas caroling at one time. I think I mentioned that on the show. Yeah, yeah I can't you remember did, where. <laughs> yeah, Christmas caroling sucks. I don't ever want to do that again. Oh man, uh, but but yeah, but actually, it was it the church. I wasn't young like. I don't know. Well, no, nah, it was Young Life. I remember you uh, working for him, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, be, I'm at work and I'm trying to play, man. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I did tutoring at uh, the yeah. church, made money, and then I would volunteer for Young Life. Uh, I washed the vans at the church and got a little money. I did uh, vacation Bible school during the summers and mm-hmm. I get a check and, you know, all that type of stuff. And and they, you know, took me to camp and stuff, you know, you know, just took a little hood boy out the hood and, and showed me a couple of things. A couple of yeah. people were real good people. And it was a mixed church. Yeah. So we didn't have like gospel, gospel music in there, but we did have like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, we had a fire pianist and uh, man, I hate that I'm losing his name at the moment, but you know, like they did some great songs. They kept it upbeat and it wasn't, you know, all those hymns. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like with Young Life, and this is another thing that people don't know that I did, man. I, I actually did some of the uh, praise dancing for a minute. Did you? And The Storm Is Over <laughs> Now was one of the songs. No, I didn't know you did praise dancing, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, and this the thing. I wasn't originally in the whole group thing. Yeah. And I one time they just kind of had somebody that couldn't do it or something. And it was yeah. like, Hey Steve, would you would you uh <laughs> would you, you know step in? Would quick. you step in? I was like, okay, because at that time with with Young Life, and let me tell y'all when Young Life is, uh, a name uh, uh, a man by the name of Pat and uh, his wife Beth Ann. Uh, our Young Life was Urban Young Life, so it was you know all the black folks, and and what he did was like incredible because it's this it's this white guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, look like Santa Claus, uh, but incredibly uh, super cool and knowledgeable. We we had a discussion with me and my homeboy Jody, and we was in Albert, and we was like, man, he's truly the OG because he took he took all these kids from all over Chattanooga. Cause we we was the only urban. Like they had the other one, um, which was, you know, all the white folks. I can't suburban, I think they called it. Um, but he he did the urban one and he took all of these, you know what I'm saying? All the kids from around town. And I'm, I'm literally like, you know, from our side, from the East side to 
Highland Park to uh, Southside to Outenbrainer and brought us all together. And we only had like a couple incidents. But other than that, everybody was there to just enjoy themselves. And like most time we didn't have no no issues and everybody came together. And man, I ain't never seen, man, I ain't never seen nobody do it. be able to do that but you know at that time i was running the music so that's where my my little bit of djing background comes in because i was running the music and i could cue it in and that's what i wanted to do and he put me on that and i was in charge of that every time because there was a high school young life which i was in and there was a middle school young life which i volunteered for um but you know like they you know you had certain people that latched on everybody yeah and eventually they, you know, gave us the opportunity to do other things. So when the praise dancer came around, I wasn't originally a part of the group. I just kind of ran the music. Yeah. And he was like, I can't remember how it came up, but it was just kind of open. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And I did it and had fun with it. And I didn't do it that long, but, you know, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and was the storm is over now was one of them songs that man, I lost, latched on to yeah. and that was it. So. And it, you know, something with the the storm is over now. Um, like it's 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 crazy because the songs that are are played at at older churches, like the AME churches and stuff like that, mm-hmm. wouldn't play that song. Um, back in nineteen, I want to say nineteen thirty, um, this guy Thomas Dorsey, who started to coin, um, like quote unquote yeah. secular music. Yeah, um, I, you know. I always hated that word. Right, right, right. Because it's, yeah. it's it's like I feel like like the music we listen to today all came from the artists all sung gospel music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas Dorsey linked up with uh, what's her Mahala Jackson. Yep, who is famous for like gospel music. She's the gospel artist that everybody was uh, was around, and she was a mentor to Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, Aretha, we all know Aretha Franklin is one of the great um, singers of of all time. You know what I'm saying? So um, for her to be a mentor to her, to one of the people that we consider to be a great, and Aretha Franklin grew up in the church. She started off as a gospel singer, you know, and then she was able to mix yeah. in gospel and um, R&B, pop. Um, and that was the thing that you can see the trend changing as time went on. Like you, you, you go, you fast forward Whitney Houston. Um, she started off singing in church, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot of artists started off singing in church. Like the artists of today, you got, uh, Fantasia, um, Jennifer Hudson, um, Kiki Wyatt, um, um, shoot, uh, Corn, um, Hawthorne, Mary Mary, all those guys, they, they're gospel artists, um, singing in I church. I love Fantasia, by the way. Fantasia sounds wonderful. She's amazing. She's amazing. I love you Fantasia. You know what I'm saying? One thing I didn't know, man, but while looking up stuff, it's a gospel hall of fame. Like, I did, did not I know, know that. that? <laughs> I was like, that is cool. I think I knew and, that. And, uh, I didn't know Fred Hammond, Warren Sapp were in a group together called Commission, and they're being inducted this year um, that I didn't into know. their Gospel Music Hall of Fame. So shout out to Commission. There was a major group back in, uh, I think, 1980. Mm. Um, so, you know, and, and they were a group of, in the 80s, of course, um, you had your secular music. And then you yeah. had your other music, your gospel, your traditional gospel music, the slow hymns that you always hear. They mm-hmm. were more of a upbeat group that was putting out music that's upbeat, but it's talking about God. Um, yep. yep. So um, shout out to them, man, for for doing that, for um, being an inductee. They're not the only ones. It's a whole list of inductees for this year. Um, but those are the ones that I actually know. So <laughs> where can I find this list? Um, the list is at gospelmusichalloffame.org. Cool. Um, yeah, so you can go to that and check out the list of inductees for this year. And it's actually, the ceremony is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, May 12th. Well, you know, Nashville, you know, Nashville is like, 
when it comes to Nashville, it's country music and gospel music. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yes, we do have, you know, hip hop here and we got some hip hop here, but when it comes to music, yeah, it's country music. I only know Nashville for country music, man. So um, it's country and gospel, though. But yeah, so um, even at the Library of Congress, I looked at something from there. Um, It's in the Library of Congress, man, African-American gospel. Um, It talks about that. And like, dude, it's not, it's, it's funny because the same thing happens over and over with each generation. Mm-hmm. Because the new music is not accepted at first, mm-hmm. but in order for the church to continue on, it has to accept it. You know, yeah, you 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 either gonna accept it or you gonna are you gonna you fade gonna away? Get, yeah, exactly. Um, now there are some there are some churches that I mean they stand the test time and they they still do what they do. Yeah, uh, but you know, I mean, at some point, you know when. You know, you're having youth celebrations and things like that. Yeah. More than likely, you're going to pay some of them up, you know, those type of records to get the younger people to right. draw them in. Right. Which is no problem, you know. Just don't just don't hate on the music, man. They, you know, they're they coming from a good place. Yeah. And, Definitely. You know, things got to change. Things evolve. Definitely, That's man. Just that. Evolution, man. <laughs> and, and it's crazy because the evolution of gospel music has definitely shaped what we listen to today. With from um, Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin is a major player for me, in my eyes, is a major player when it comes to gospel music and being played and reaching people. Because yeah. I feel like the the biggest message when it comes to Christianity or any religion is to get the message across. Kirk Franklin did it through music. He never like if y'all notice, he never sung on a song. He never claimed to be this great singer. Kirk Franklin was DJ Khaled. Right for gospel, <laughs> for gospel, <laughs> for gospel man. music. But he get, up. he got the message across, um, you know. So it's 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 major. Like he's a major for me. He's a major player when it mm. comes to gospel music and the acceptance of gospel music. Um, another one of my favorites, and I just got to mention their name, Tamala and David Mann. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I love Tamala Mann. I think she sounds amazing. Yeah. You know, besides, I mean, you know, besides and they made an R and B album. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is, yeah. Besides you, Christian you know, R and B album. Yeah, like their acting is is their acting is is incredible too. They're really good actors, but their music is is yeah, amazing. And, and and they're married, you know. Yeah, which a lot it's crazy when I found that out. I was like, what? They're married. Right, <laughs> right. But you know, it makes sense and man, they, they complement each other well. Yeah. Very well. So um man, what else you got about gospel? Like I feel I feel like like when you talk about gospel, you try to hit like for me, you're trying to hit all the major players, but it's like it's different for everybody. Yeah, you know yeah. Everyone moves at a different pace and everyone has a different different style or uh, whatever. I don't know, man. It, it's so much to it that, yeah. you know, I just want to hit the high point. I think that's what we did today. Yeah. But, you know, going back to, like, when I interned at, um, over there at Pierce Springs Gospel, and, and you know, they ran it just like a regular label. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to be on the phone with a lot of people. I was young, so I, I really wasn't, uh, well, I'm not going to say I was young. I was in my 20s somewhere. Uh, one, of, it was my first internship, and being able to do that and kind of see how it was going, uh, you know, they ran it like you know any other record label, not not like no Death Row, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You don't know. laughs> I had to rephrase that because somebody be like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> but um, not like Death Row, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they were they is a whole business behind it as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of people kind of get they don't know how to take it sometimes because you know, these artists got to make money too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people view, view it as man, they should just be giving, giving, giving and not capitalizing, but no, nah, they uh, should. They, they <laughs> got to take gotta care eat, of their families too. You know what I'm saying? You got to eat. So, you know, just know that, you know, it's good people behind them. desks. not everybody behind them. desks are good people. But when it comes to, you know, I can't speak for every gospel music place, but when it comes to the one that I was able to internship at, I, you know, it was good people behind that. And there was, you know, they were doing their jobs, man. Yeah. Doing their jobs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, like everybody, like I said, man, everybody has their preference on 
what they like to listen to when it comes to gospel music. And, and some people don't like gospel music. Like for me, I'm an avid fan of singing gospel with with a nice drum beat, with a nice keyboard. You can put some mm-hmm. bass and lead guitar in there. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to Christian rap. <laughs> hey, the funny part, it's a guy named Sir the Baptist. Yeah. Um, and I, I just found out about him this week. Sir the Baptist actually has songs that have the explicit uh uh <laughs> oh he's cussing in his uh gospel music yeah man, <laughs> hey, man but I, it's 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 bumping though so yeah um I'm gonna actually take some more of him out um the so, thing with gospel rap is it's still really really young but so, you know they have some major people in it Lecrae, yeah absolutely absolutely is one yeah. of the major people uh chance the rapper is Chance really? Chance ain't. Uh, Chance ain't a gospel rapper, dog. I don't. He did like he, he, he's, he's skating the line. He's skating the line, man. Chance ain't he, gospel rapper. He's he's skating the line. He he goes back and forth. Uh, hey, if we ain't giving that to Snoop, Snoop. Hey, like I feel like they can put out gospel albums. I oh yeah, like. I, I think that any so, artist is capable of doing it. Um, so, but but I'm not. I'm, not, I'm yeah. Chance and <laughs> Chance. If we if we ain't saying yeah, he is. I, I am ain't giving that to chance. I am though. Did we? I thought <laughs> I you am. said no at the beginning. Nah, I am. No, at the beginning you said no. No, I said he put it like I wouldn't because I still consider him a hip hop artist. See, but That's what you said. I mean, he still can be considered a gospel <laughs> artist. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not a big big on like you know genre separation. Like, just do the music, enjoy yourself. Uh, <laughs> but for right, this, right. for this, you know. I mean, I don't know. You know, gospel rap is so it's still just a young thing, and I think a lot of people is gonna it's just gonna take. You know, it's got to go through its trial and tribulation like yeah. everything else did. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna catch on, but it's like I'm just not into it. Me personally, my preference. Me, so, no. um, you know, that to each his own. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So. Well, guys, I want you guys to let us know what gospel music. What's your favorite song? And uh, when it comes to gospel music, um, if you have one, if you don't have one, just let us know. Um, yeah, man. Um, if you haven't heard Fred Hammond's No Weapon, please go listen to it. It's amazing. Shout out to Fred uh, Hammond. No Weapon. Man, that's the song. That's the jam. I was like 12 when I was like, this is it. This is it for me. <laughs> hey, man, that don't get your goosebumps. Man, make your hair stand man, up. Man, it makes you think about stuff, man. So, hey, the um, over now makes hair stand, back, stand up on the back of my neck, too. <laughs> boy, boy, hey. <laughs> man. But, hey, that no weapon, though, when he come in. Hey, man. No weapon. Don't <laughs> against me. Hey, you, I, man. Ooh, boy, hey, I ain't got no hand in standing up. Man, that's funny, dog. <laughs> but, hey, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Giggers podcast. Yep, yep. This episode has been produced by 3M Media. Um, you guys, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube page at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, go follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the Third Three R D. Go follow Steve O Steve at on Instagram at the Great Steve O Steve. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. man, and and just enjoy, comment, like, share. If you don't like it, share it anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I gotta put this in. What you got? Real quick. I'm looking at the stats. Hey, all the folks that's listening overseas. Yo, right. we want to say what's up. What's yeah. up, man? What's up? We got it. We got it international. I, Yo, what's up, y'all? <laughs> what's hey. up, guys? Overseas. Hey. Overseas. We appreciate man, I can't, you guys. Hey, I can't wait to go over there and just, you know. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, man. man. All the everybody, you know, listening Everybody's overseas, listening. man. Man, let's get what's let's up? get it out what's there. Up? Yes, um, yes. Listening, we appreciate the listens. We appreciate all the feedback, um, all Absolutely, the comments man. and everything, man. We try to um comment and interact with everybody. So shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to you, Steve, as well, bro. Um, yeah, man. I don't have anything else. Um go vote. <laughs> oh man, man, I was go going vote. man, speaking of voting, hey. What you got? I know in the last episode I said that. I gave my reason why I'm not a voter. Yeah, you definitely gave your reason. All right, but yo, I'm going to vote this year. I don't yeah, you got hey, to, man. Forget this. 
We we need some change it, in this country, man. And hey. it takes all of us. So we got um, to get to it. And make sure you're voting for don't just vote for the president. Make sure you vote for at the um you know for your congressmen, your mayors, yeah. everyone under that, because those are people that leads up to that's that. That's the important part. I just locally. But that electoral college, man. Right, that's I, the, that's the thing. That. We we talk about that later. Yeah, we gotta talk about that later. <laughs> we talk, but I'm, um, I'm going. I'm yeah, going. You got I to, am man. convinced. I am hey, I'm going. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh <laughs> hey, I, I did have a question for you. And, what you got? Uh, yeah, I'm glad we did that at the end of the episode. Hey, I don't know why, but it came to me. Hey man, you, you think you think it's over for Meg to stay? Nah, nah. You don't think so? I don't. Okay. I just, I, I, I just feel like we, you know, or she I feel like all the steam for, uh, she had was just. She did a commercial for Rihanna. Need to go see. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look at that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. We're gonna go check that out. But uh, hey, guys, I appreciate you guys listening, man. I don't have anything else, man. Steve, you good? No weapon formed against me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that don't make Superman. the hair stand up on the back of your neck. I don't know what will. Man, I don't either. But uh, I'm out, man. Peace. Peace.